It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Chemist Warehouse June catalog sale ends this week. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria for Men 50ml now only $39.99. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Brody Rotella trying to wind his way through. Gets it away to Dyer. Trying to reach his way over Peter Gasol. He scored it. Could that be it for the Chiefs? Could that be their place in the Super Rugby semi-finals? Damien McKenzie goes across the field. Gives it to Nato. He sets up this way. Brody Rotella with some pre-line footwork and offload to George Dyer. And then watch Peter Gatsoa corner, clears the path and gets it done. One last carry for Ollie Norris. Wrapped him up, sends it back for Joshua on it. And the Chiefs march into the semi-finals of Super Rugby Pacific in 2023. Not sure they marched necessarily. It was a bit jittery, wasn't it? But the Chiefs got the job done against the Reds team, who were very well coached. You clearly done their homework, had a lot of confidence having beaten the Chiefs and the only team to beat the Chiefs in the round robin. But when it's all said and done, you just want to get the W next to it. You just want to win. You want to move on to the next round. It is knockout football. Ian Jones, all black, great man who played for the Chiefs in the infancy of Super Rugby is my co-host as we celebrate all things Chiefs Super Rugby. Carmo, jittery on Saturday night, frustrated, what were the emotions? Yeah, good evening Wada, good evening Chiefs fans, well I've calmed down a bit now mate to be fair, but far out I was through the roof that first 40 minutes frustrated more than anything for the way we were got dragged into the kicking game and listen we said this when they beat us in New Plymouth too we've got to give kudos to Yep, Brad Thorne, what an incredible guy he is, you know, and all the plaudits that he's getting, um, well-deserved. So he, he clearly saw something to frustrate. How do you frustrate New Zealand sides? Well, clearly the kicking game, we got into it and frustrated us. Second half, made some changes. Joshuani came on. We put Damien out a little bit wider. Once he goes a bit wider, we start to carve up, and that was good. Yeah, because it's funny, isn't it? The strength of the Chiefs has been basically ruck speed, that pick and go up through the middle, that ruck speed, just getting guys having to turn around after having make tackles, putting them on the back foot, and that was just missing. There just wasn't that urgency in that first 40 minutes. Listen, I, I love, I know we, we need territory, right? I, I love the ball going forward. I love the ball in front of the forward pack pushing onto it. You kind of get that. But when we were just in this kind of aimless, real aimless kicking battle, just hoof it down the middle of the paddock as fast as you can, they just kick it back. We just got sucked into that. Then we got sucked into throwing big numbers at the breakdown. They throw no numbers at the breakdown, spread out, and we kind of couldn't get that go-forward ball. So I was screaming out for us to kind of that pick and go through the middle, do some real hard yards. When you picture it, right, if you go through the middle – when you go through the middle, they have to fold in. When you start folding in, it leaves opportunities on the outside. And that's what I was frustrated with the first 40 minutes. But, you know, we, we got our shit together a little bit. Uh, once more, I think when Damien can see those mismatches out wider a little bit, we can hold on to the ball. Once more, 
you know, Sean Stevenson kind of gliding through and making those opportunities. We do create some space, but man, we've got to create that space in the middle and go forward through the middle first. Did the Reds play the same way in this game as they played in the round robin in Taranaki, or did they change it up once again? And in doing so, have they now provided the Brumbies a blueprint and potentially one of the other two New Zealand sides, if the Chiefs do get through to the final, a blueprint on how you beat this Chiefs team? Yeah, um, no, they played the same, which is hardly committing any numbers that break down, spread out, and don't let us and get any go. Type yep, don't let us get any go forward. We weren't kind of as I keep going back to all the time. We weren't attacking around the rucks to suck them in. All we were doing is going wide, getting nailed behind, and getting to this kicking jewel. So, no, they didn't change it. They have given the Brumbies an opportunity. They haven't given the the Blues or the Crusaders a blueprint because that's not the way New Zealand teams are going to be playing. Yep, Crusaders love field position. They love field position, you know, force you into mistakes, force you into a penalty, kick the points, accumulate, and, and, and win the games. But a, a different kicking kind of sense, I think, than the Reds do it. Um, we, did, we did work it out, which was a, a main thing. We played so much better in that second 40, so much more direct and that second 40, once more, when we're kind of getting those mismatches from Damien going a bit wider, and that second 40, him and, and Stevenson could play in a tandem. So we did work it out, but uh, hell, um, it'd be interesting to see other, other listeners, other Chiefs fans out there, how they felt the first 40 minutes, because I was thinking, come on, lads, hold the friggin' ball. Are you suggesting, based on what you just said a couple of minutes ago, that Damien McKenzie should start the semi final at at fullback and potentially Joshuaani at first five. It wouldn't stress me if he did. If he he did because you're the one guy who's still not convinced he's a ten. You believe that they're a better side when he's wider. Oh, I do personally. I mean, yeah. hey, the guy's a fantastic football. Let's make yeah. no yeah. absolutely bones about that. And the the guy is a brilliant ten. When we have great go forward ball, when we are that ruck speed, which you saw in those opening kind of half dozen, maybe more rounds, the guy can control things brilliantly. We haven't seen that so much uh, in terms of the go-forward good quality ball that we've seen. Therefore, Damien's always been a little bit on the back foot, running laterally. Teams are kind of shutting him down. Once they shut down a 10 running laterally, then you you have less space out wide. Um, and I just think, I think Bryn Gatlin's a huge loss for the Chiefs. I really do. I think Bryn Gatlin's is a huge loss uh, for the Chiefs when they look back in the season and let's hope they go all the way. That's what we're absolutely amped for. But I look back and that's a big loss. And no, they will start Damien at 10. Because starting Damien at 10, he is such a threat. The defence on the other side have to spend a lot of time worrying about what Damien can do. I do personally believe, though, and we look at games of the Chiefs, when we do make that change after whatever it is, 50, 60 minutes, and Damien is a little bit wider, that's when the Chiefs can, can normally start to um, wreak havoc. Is that coincidence? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, and we saw that with Sean Stevenson, didn't we? Uh, in regards to the team they put out on the field in the semi-final, the loose forward trio is an interesting one. Peter Gus, Sawakula, Sam Kane, and then you've got Finau. And clearly you've also uh, got Luke Jacobson, who I think has been magnificent. Who starts at eight? Who starts at seven? Who starts at six for you? Yep, for me, no, Jacobson, no question about that at eight. eight. Has, absolutely has to start at eight, and let's hope he can put an 80-minute performance because he's got the motor for that. Well, no. I, just think, I just think also he brings just that leadership, doesn't he? he, he you, know, well, you talk about that quick run speed. You talk about around the fringes. You talk about being more direct. He is that guy. Oh, 100%. Sam Kane was brilliant on the weekend. Jeez. 
He is a tackling machine. Yeah, but he's he, brilliant he, around the so fringes, isn't he? He's absolutely your seven. I personally, the way that the makeup of the team is, I'd actually start with Fina in the sixth jersey yep. and bring Peter Gus on with that kind of impact, 30, whatever, 35 minutes to go in the second half because I think he's such a big man. Um, and once those tiring defence, once we have those opportunities, once we are getting in that momentum, that go-forward ball, Peter Gus, like you saw on the weekend, can make huge inroads. So that would kind of... And, mate, we've got to get into this headspace that it's not... Your starting 15 aren't your best. Don't have to be your best players. We are a squad of 23. And the impact of those numbers, you know, 16 to 23, make a huge difference. And the Chiefs have the depth in there to make a huge difference. So, no, mate, we are desperate for go-forward ball. We're desperate for momentum. Uh, and we're desperate to play our game. Don't get sucked into the bloody opposition's game. Okay, let's just continue to look at this then. So in regards to that front row, do you start John Ryan in the three jersey or do you start George Dyer? No, I actually thought John Ryan, uh, that was his best game I've seen him play uh, in New Zealand. I've watched all the Chiefs games play. He's a sky uh, throwing a lifeline, come over, was he ex-Munster or something like that, was he? I don't exactly know uh, his background, but I think it's taken him to be fair, a little bit to get up to speed with New Zealand rugby, but he was really, really good uh, in the weekend. I love the way he played, no nonsense. Um, so I'd actually start him. Mate, I've been a big Ollie Norris fan, but once again, I've been a big Ollie Norris fan with the impact he can make off the bench. Um, Samasoni has to start, has to play as much of the game as he absolutely can. Um, and he's crucial. I mean, we talked about not being able to get on the front foot. You talked about getting suckered into the kicking game. And again, it's like anything, isn't it? You've got to earn the right to go wide. But Anton Leonard-Brown, is he a second 5'8 or a centre? Yeah. Because you had Ramika Poihepi there. You've still got Alex Nangaville sitting there in the background. But you've got to play these guys in positions, surely. What We've been saying since round one, mate, and I've been saying my whole bloody career... 10, 12, 13, none of them are going to play brilliantly if 1 to 8 don't play brilliantly. Yep. If 1 to 8 don't dominate, if 1 to 8 don't get us a front foot ball, if 1 to 8 don't give us the speed of delivery that, that a Dame McKenzie needs to dominate, none of them are going to be standout players, mate, regardless of the team. Um, the first few rounds, a few, all most around Robin, the Chiefs were having that in spades because they're getting good numbers to the breakdown going through the middle, getting over the game line with Brody or with Samasoni or, or Luke Jacobson, that's where we need to revert back to. I think that's what they missed a bit in the first 40 minutes of the game of the weekend. Once they start doing that, mate, it doesn't care who's at 10, 12 and 13, they can play. How important's Locke? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 who's, who's the best player in New Zealand rugby? <laughs> Friday, baby, we're telling us. But I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll go and now ask Justin Marshall. He'll argue that it's the halfback, mate. Who gives the halfback ball on the plate? It's the lock. Not just the Don't lock. Don't have a rugby team without the lock, eh? Absolutely. And, and, and Tubavai, hopefully, he's going to be back for the weekend. Yeah. The energy he brings. This guy, you know, I've watched a lot of him this year, and I'm always thinking, hey, is, it, is this? Has he got a a tight forward mentality on him? But man, he has. He's yeah. really impressed me this year. And I don't want to see people say, oh man, he's a, he should be a six. This guy is a brilliant mobile lock forward and plays like a lock forward. He's got a head on him like a lock forward. Let's stick him there. And Naitoa are quite a great player to bring off the bench. Yep, energy. Uh, yeah, a lot of energy. So is Josh Lord, though. Mate, Josh Lord's a big man. 
Um, Josh Lord can dominate the air. So you have to have someone to dominate the air. And the other thing about Josh Lord in the weekend, um, which I thought was an improvement, his, his ball-carrying ability, he's a big man, he can get over the uh, over the gain line. And when you're such a big man, what I think one thing he does really well, when he gets tackled, his momentum's still going forward. So he's going over the gain line. One of your criticisms recent week has been the exit from the kickoff. Mm. Did you see an improvement on yep, the weekend? Yep, 100% I did. And I saw, a, I saw an absolute definitive plan of what they were trying to do. So take the kickoff, which was great. Um, a, a little setup, And then that, that kind of wide ball where they had the option of either setting another ruck in the midfield or kicking long. I didn't really, I don't personally like them just hoofing it down the middle, kicking it long, and then just hoping for the best. I think they could have tactically been better there. Either some angles, some contestable kicks is kind of where I'd be trying to aim for. Like I understand territory, really key. But let's make them some contestable kicks or let's kind of try to manipulate the opposition so their next kick is under pressure. You are listening to Chiefs Mana here on SENZ. Mark Watson alongside of me, All Black Great, Chiefs Great, Ian Jones. DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. We'll get Camo to give us his DHL Super Rugby Pacific Chiefs Player of the Round and Player of the Round. Don't forget too, the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Yes, indeed. All Black Great, Ian Jones alongside of me celebrating all things Chiefs Rugby. Big game this weekend. They will end up playing the Brumbies in a semi-final the winner of that to take on the winner of the Blues and the Crusaders. Kamo, you made an interesting point before we came to air and we were just sitting out there in the um, office and you said, look, wouldn't mind, if the Chiefs go through, wouldn't mind playing the Blues because if they've got up and beat the Crusaders, you're not convinced that they can get up and do it two weeks in a row. So can I apply that then to the Brumbies? Getting up over the Hurricanes, 37-33, how much energy did that drain from them? Do they have the ability to travel over here and beat a Chiefs team after such a physical and titanic mental battle against a very good Hurricanes team? Yep, they have, because the difference there, in my opinion, that was a home game for them, a game that was always going to be very, very tight and down to the wire, but if you're a Brumbies fan in Canberra, probably one you expected to win. It got very tight and could have gone either way uh, towards the end. So I don't know if they would have put as much emotional energy uh, into that performance as, say, the flip side of it, semi-final, uh, Blues going down to Christchurch. We know Crusaders' home record in Christchurch, um, certainly in playoff times. And to win down there, you have to put so much emotional energy into that performance. That will be kind of one out of the paddock. Now, to do that two weekends in a row that we've seen in all levels of sport, uh, Watto, is very hard to do. We know that's very hard to do. Away from home, two weekends in a row, I uh, wouldn't say impossible, but bloody hard. So if the Blues, and, and, and that one is going to be a flip of the coin, uh, the Blues are hitting their straps at the right time, playing some good football at the right time, and look very confident. So they should have a lot of confidence going down to Christchurch, but... You know, you always have to remember that record in, in Christchurch. That record is there for a reason. A, home advantage, but B, they're a damn good side at playoff time Crusaders. So if you can if you can beat them down there, boy, you poured some energy into the game. Yeah, when you look at just how many injuries and how much they've been decimated with the Crusaders, isn't it, that they, but they still just have this ability to bring a player in who hasn't played a lot of rugby and the machine just continues and it's never sort of too out of sync, is it? Players mm-hmm. just slot in, understand their job, understand their role, and they still seem to be able to just produce cohesion week in, week out. Yeah, but mate, don't stress too much about the Crusaders' injuries. We know they've had injuries, but every year I don't care at all in about this the competition, I don't care at all, teams... Mate. 
the Blues, the Chiefs, the Hurricanes, all have had major injuries, okay? It's not just the Crusaders, the only team have ever had major injuries. Okay, so based on what you saw last week, and therefore I'll get you just to give us a little bit of a um, a summary of what you've said about what they didn't do against the Reds, and I'd imagine that this is what you want them to do against the Brumbies this weekend. So from the kickoff through that first 20 minutes, what do you want to see from your Chiefs team? Well, we need an exit, so I, I understand we don't want to play in our one, you know, the, the third uh, defensive third of, of the of the paddock. So that's really important. But you know, contestable kicks or con- kicks that can control where the opposition are. I really want good numbers at the breakdown. So real energy of the italics, the females, if he's saying Takiho, if he's there, we know we're going to get it from Jake. Some real energy at the breakdown. That energy will give us momentum. Once you have momentum through the middle section, Wado of the ruck, that starts sucking in uh, the Brumbies defenders. Once the Brumbies defenders start sucking in, then McKenzie and Co can do what they can do and really have the confidence to attack. Attack, attack, attack these guys. Run them bloody ragged. So that's on attack. Defensively, uh, we, we've, we've learnt this when we were in Canberra uh, a little while ago, don't give away penalties around the 40-metre mark because if we give penalties there, they're going to kick for the corners. Now, we, we repelled most of their line-out drives uh, a couple of weekends ago in Canberra, but we know they're very good at them. So don't give them the opportunity to kick for the corners, form a line-out drive, and score. Okay, so if you're coaching the Brumbies and you've done your homework here on the Chiefs, how do you think they'll want to play the first 20 minutes? Well, uh, try and frustrate us as much as we can. Try and uh, draw and what do the you mean Chiefs. By frustrate? Slow them down. Try and draw the G- Chiefs into playing the, the way the Brumbies want to play. So this kicking duel, this kind of aimless kicking down the middle, game of force back. That's not getting us into the game. It's getting us kind of out of sync and kilter. Not throwing big numbers at the breakdown. Um, so we have this kind of defensive wall the way the Reds have played it, uh, and assume that the Chiefs haven't learnt from their mistakes and aren't picking and going through the ruck. Um, and, and I guess, and, and trying where, where possible to slow down, just through one person contesting it, slow down the delivery of Brad Weber's ball. Listen, I hope none of that really happens. I hope we absolutely dominate them physically. I hope we absolutely get over the gain line with good ball carry and we just have this confidence to attack and keep the ball, multiple phases. There will be some risk and reward, but I think the Chiefs fans have, have bought into this risk and reward mentality, and we will go for it. Everybody is picking the Chiefs to win this game. They'll be a little bit more jittery off the back of what they saw against the Reds. Do they need to make a statement here if they're to win this competition, or do you just worry about getting the W and then moving on? Or or is there is it to your detriment? Average performance against the Reds, you put out another so-called average performance against the Brumbies and therefore maybe you start to lose a little bit of the belief? Oh, mate, personally, I want a confidence builder. I want to feel feel that, that our game plan that we're playing, uh, the knowledge of all the players are absolutely 100% in sync. So it needs That's to be one, clinical this weekend. Absolutely clinical. 1 to 23 know what they are doing. I mean, I can't remember the, the occasion. Well, we had a, a line-out mishap um, from memory. I was thinking that cannot happen this time of year. We cannot have poor communication this time of year. Everyone has to understand attacking line out on the 22, this is what's happening. Bang, don't have to think about it. Okay, scrum on the 10 metre left hand blind 15, this is what's happening. Bang, we are in sync. That's That drives confidence, that drives uh, your game 
and that's what I want to see. I actually, we want to see a dominant performance. Okay. Now, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who's your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Chiefs player of the round? Yeah, well, Brady Retellick was good. He was he was so good. But I've gone for Sam Kane. Sam Kane was just defensively so brilliant. Uh, game high tackles, just knocking people back. Uh, so I've gone for Sam Kane uh, in that. And the DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round. Well, and the yeah, blue... it's okay to go outside of the Chiefs. Yeah, not, yeah, that's I, not I challenging your allegiance this year. The, the, blue, the Blues needed, needed someone. Uh, and for me, that guy was James Tucker. Oh, I thought he was brilliant. Uh, white kind of man, well, actually. Well uh, but he was good. And he needed to step up, and he did. Big, solid. So, no, James Tucker was my outside the Chiefs player of of the round. DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport. Get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. We've got about a minute left. Come out again, just a message to those Chiefs fans. Big guy, you do it every week. Sell I, it, sell it. I absolutely do. I know, look, it's the 7 o'clock kickoff now, so get to the club rugby during the week. Get yourself all, all pumped up and fired up. Then get along to Waikato Stadium because generally you do make a difference. Look, we bang on about it all the time, about home advantage. Why? Does home advantage make a difference? Well, clearly the team at this end of the competition are the best. That's why they deserve home advantage. But the fans do make the difference. So get there, be as feral as you absolutely like. Uh, Get into those Brumbies, guys, because I tell you 100%, they do to the Chiefs over in Canberra. So you absolutely have my blessing to get into them. You will make the difference to get our boys across the line and let them attack. Don't stress about high risk, high reward. We want the boys to attack and get the job done. Chiefs, take on the Brumbies Saturday night in Hamilton. Five past seven kickoff. Get yourself along. That is another edition of Chiefs Man. I'm Mark Watson alongside of me, All Black great Ian Jones.